Ladies and gentlemen, it is on like Voltron once again, but this time Dusty De Los Santos style once more. This time I got the other side of the twins, Mr. Jason Rogel. Woo! I can't even do it. Dude. Yay! No, I'm so happy that you're here. I'm really happy that you're here because we've... We've been here, and we've... (laughs) Jason and I, we... we, we, uh, Just to give you a little precursor, we may... You know, this podcast may start off slow because we've been talking so much shit Mm -hmm. because we've been... We've been through so much stuff. Like, we've been... We've done so... Like, what? Two different plays. Right, right. We did the the all-Filipino sketch uh, with uh, a couple by PPP. Uh And... I mean, we did. We we we've just been through some stuff. It's yes. been ups and downs, and it's, all the other it's stuff. Been a journey. Yes, between yeah. you and Ellen, and all the different like. Remember that um, uh, the trip we had to the artist with the with the with the toys. Oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. Uh, the, the Tokidoki. Simone, yeah, the Tokidoki. Yeah. And it was always funny because yes. Ellen and I were so into the Tokidoki toys, and Jason, he was just there. He was, was just being just a supportive friend. Just hanging out with these two. <laughs> I didn't know who Simone Bukerka was. But he got the dude to draw. A, I remember oh, this. That's right on my He got arm. the dude to draw a tiger on your arm. That's right. I forgot about that. That was such a fun day for that me. Was. That was such that a was fun. Day. Yeah. That. What were we trying? We were just making little adventures, right? Yeah, it was just adventures. And then we were filming it, and then I was supposed to edit it, and then I got lazy, and, and I, you know, I, I smoke a lot of weed, right. so I, you know, whatever. But we would always meet at your, uh, at the at the store, too. Yeah, we would and always meet at the store. out things. Yeah, you know? we're exactly. At Broom Street General Store, you guys didn't even pay for an ad, and I'm talking about you guys. Broom Street General Store, Silver Lake. Um, my sister, Sophie, Graham, that proud owner. Oh, man, that those were the days. Yeah. Those were those are fun days because like we had just started out the store and I still thought that I could have an acting career and the store at the same time. It was a lot. It was a lot. That was that. It was a good time, but I'm really glad that you know I still I'm still very close with my sister and still very close with my brother-in-law and my family's still very tight. But I'm just very glad that I'm just there on a temp basis right. every now and again. Right, right, right. Just because, you know, it's it's hard. Because of life. Well, it, well, no, I mean, and, and people don't understand how hard a small business, business is to run. I mean, that shit is like yeah. 60 hours yeah. a week. Yeah. And as and much as I thought that I could do both. Right. You just, because at that level, too, you're, you're everything. You're you're doing You know, I was the closing guy doing, every night. Yeah, and exactly. it was it was so hard to... To separate myself so that by, like, even by the time I got out at eight o'clock, I was like, all right, well, let me let me go do an open mic or let me go do right. something. And or run like, to a rehearsal or whatever. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Nah, forget it. I'm yeah. just going to go home and play video games. Or I'm just going to go home and sleep because right. I'm so tired. I got to wake up early in right. the morning. Right. So. And raise your children. I mean, it, it is a tough grind out here. Yeah. When you, when, the peaks and the valleys where you got to work and do stuff, it's right. so hard to even, we were just talking about it, right? Like. Procrastination is real in this game. For real. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you want to write and you want to tell your stories and you want to do this stuff. And that's part of the reason why I do this. Yeah. You well, know? I was just going to say, it's great that you're not at the story anymore because now you are, you're producing your stuff. You're, I mean, you're all over the place, which is, it's fantastic and you're, it's inspiring. And, you know, and I, and like what we were talking about earlier, like, I'm just finding ways that I, I need to be more Proactive, but but like man, that. like but I look I, at your IMDb and I see all the all the credits and all the. I mean, you're on a movie right now on Netflix. It's like featured. What what's the name of the movie? I, well, I pop in on. But listen, movie. hey, are it you in the movie? Called, yes. How yes, many sir. people are in a movie? Yes. Sir. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. And also, not only in a movie, but then featured on the first page every well, time I turn on Netflix. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's called Rim of the World. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's like a. It's kind of like an 80s throwback to like the, the Goonies adventure sci-fi yeah. uh, alien movies. It's a lot of fun. Well, um, check him. D- Jason Rodigal. I pop in on it. Boom. You know, boom. Uh, but yeah, um, McGee and Mary Viola, they produced this movie. Um, McGee was a producer on a show I did years ago. So mm-hmm. they were like, hey, will you pop in on this? And I was like, uh, hell yeah. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, that's the thing that, like I say... Your like when you look on your IMDb page, man, it's like consistent. You work all the time, and you work consistent. You're 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 every year, boom, 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 boom. Every time I'm trying to keep it going. Well, because but that's it's it's a it's it. 
I'm always amazed by that for, for me because I've, I've even just tried to even get I'm in. I'm amazed by it too. Shit. No, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah. It's yeah. it's really it's cool to watch. It's always cool to see you when I when you just pop up. I'm like, oh my god, there's right. Jason. I'm and it's it's just so it's it's so cool to see when when homies that you came up with doing plays right. are doing movies. Right, 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 right. It's hey, just, I mean that's what I mean. We're all trying to do it all, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I've, I've been I've been lucky to at least you know book a few things here and there a year uh, every year kind of just keep it going. But I mean that's also like a struggle in between too. You know? No, it's I, a journey. I, I know I, with yeah. peaks and valleys, right, hills right. and crevices and all the other right, shit. Right. No, I get it. Um, but what made you want to start? Like, what was your? How did you get your start in acting? Yes. Um, I, you know, it's always some form of like, I started with my dad. My dad was a, he was a singer. Okay. um, My dad passed when I was in my early twenties. Okay. But I I didn't know a lot of like what he did back in the Philippines, but I would hear all these stories after the fact from like my aunts and um, stuff. But my dad was, I guess, a little bit of an actor also. That's awesome. At least a background actor. Hey man. But he, he said. He was trying to do it. He was a musician. Uh, I remember one of the big things he told me when I was a kid was like, oh, I was in a, a movie with Nora Anor, who was this like old school, you know, like hey. uh, actress in the Philippines. And I remember him being so proud of that. And I was like, oh, shit, my dad was Hell like yeah, dude, that's into awesome. the actings and stuff. So, um, but anyways, when we were growing up, um, with, there was always music in the house and he was always singing and playing instruments and stuff. So we, we grew up singing with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess it's kind of like where like the, the performance sure. came out, like where you just love like, to like that, like the applause at the end, right? And the whole right. Thing but that, he was he was so big on us just being musical and sure. and, and you know like it was just such a part of him that he wanted it to be a part of us. Exactly. Well. Yeah. So he introduced us to to musicals very early on, like Annie, Sound of Music. Those were my jams growing up. Awesome. Um, and and then I like I was obsessed with the Jackson Five and Annie like that was like my childhood. Jackson Five. So, Did you watch the cartoon? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah that yeah. Jackson Five cartoon was my jam. All of it. So um, whenever we were at family parties, my dad would be okay. Sing, 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 sing. Go do the the Jackson Five or do yeah. the Annie. With me, it was break dancing. Oh, would make see, break yeah. Dance. yeah, yeah. And I was like, dang. And you know, it's always like, I don't want to do this. And they're like, boy, said you better. You sing all day in the house. <laughs> you better and sing now. And Come like, on, you're even okay. singing on the way to the car. So that's kind of where I guess the performance also, you know, sure. came, came from and whatever. And I so, mean, Filipinos sing, man. We all sing. I mean, look, yeah. that's part of our culture. That's yeah. part of our, our yes, us. Um, so then, yeah, somehow from that, like, you know, it was like in grade school, it was like doing the the Christmas pageants and mm. all that stuff and the Christmas plays. And Who was your, what was your first role in the Christmas My play? very first role, period, was, um, oh, and you, you, well, yeah, you know Anna Boos, uh, Caesar, Caesar Cipriano's uh, wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anna and I went to grade school together. Oh, shoot. Little fun fact for all y'all. Uh, Asian <laughs> so you could go back and listen peoples. to episode four, Caesar Cipriano, yes. and his wife went to grade school with Jason. So we played brother and sister. I think, was, I think she was an eighth grader and I was a sixth grader or something like that. And, uh, and my line, we were like a little family thing and it was something about like, um, I don't even really remember. It was something about like the Christmas uh, tradition and, and we were this family that we're celebrating. And then my line was, yip, so they say. And I was like, I don't even know what the fuck yip means. I'm sorry for the bomb, but... Like, anyways, that was my first role ever, uh, and and uh, to this day, whenever I see Anna, I'm like, sister, big sister, <laughs> and uh, she's probably like, shut the hell up. But, uh, <laughs> no, she probably um, loves that I, that it, you can take her back I, to that little memory from her crazy. childhood. It is, yeah, that's crazy that we go that far back. Um, so yeah, so from from that, and then it was like high school. You know musicals, sure. and plays, and then. So you were in it from even when you were a kid. You wanted, yeah. To be, I mean, you know, for, like seriously. Because I didn't, I didn't do musicals when I was in the high school. I was more of an athlete. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, like I did swimming, and and well, I wasn't really an athlete. I was yeah. swimming. I mean, my dad. So swimming is not. I mean, it, that's 
That's athletics, yo. It, it's a it, like I don't want to look at the pictures because right. you know I was like Have you know you the seen, speedos. Mm, but still, that's <laughs> my dad tried to make me well rounded as far as uh, you know doing uh, like sports. I, think I played. And- Flag football in seventh grade. Okay. Was awful at it, but all I knew was I had to get the flags and <laughs> knock people down. Like that's all I knew. Or maybe hike the ball. But you're big. You could be. You get right. play I, football. My, my I feel like my success in my seventh grade football career was, was because knocking you, down right because you a could, person. You were you were and bigger than like, most of the seventh I graders. I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And I was like, yeah, give me my so, letter. So. <laughs> I was like, I did it. Uh, and, then, and then in high school, I think I was trying to be well-rounded on my college applications. Uh-huh. So I joined track and field lot like my senior year, my junior year, whatever, just trying to mix it up on my app. And, and, did, and, and I, I got thrown on the shot put team because I think at, okay, yeah, I mean, at I can see level, that. like when you're a junior or a senior, I think you just, they automatically have to put you, put like you on a team. Yes, put you on a team, yeah. No, but so, shot put would be perfect. You would think. Yeah. <laughs> I well, mean, yeah. if I was on like the varsity women's team, I would have, <laughs> I killed. I was an Olympian. <laughs> on the men's team, like I think at this point I was like, I just, they just threw me on the varsity or whatever <laughs> as a senior or whatever a junior these kids or these these people had been doing it for like four years yeah yeah no not me you can't just throw me in last yeah, and, it, yeah, and, it, yeah. and it is definitely there's a technique My, to shot yes put. and i you know i tried, you got it i tried to learn that can you can you, can you can, still do you think you can shot put something right now twirl still yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah i mean it's been a while but um, my proudest moment in that was uh placing third out of three and I was like take that still a metal bitches so um oh man that was my my track and field career my <laughs> football career my sports career basically so, okay you'll notice that I'm not talking a lot because the, there's very there are, there are a few people in this world that can make me laugh as hard as Jason can because he's just, the, just man just crazy just funny stupid. Asians for real he's just my goodness Bless, on the women's varsity team he said I mean, he'd I, be killer I really would have you would have been killer I would have gotten a letter I'm sure you'd have got, sure. I'm saying I think I did get a letter anyways because they had to but <laughs> But did I get a jacket? No. Nope. No, but so you did, but you did musicals in right. high school. Right, so yes, back to, back yeah. to the story. You did. Back to my well-rounded acad- academia. I'm trying to um, think of my first role, too, because I know I had, it was like a... Did you do high school or... No, 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 it was no, in oh, grammar school. Oh, shit. It was in grammar school, and it was like this history play that was in, in the back yes. of one of those scholastic yes. flyers. Oh. And the only reason I got cast, because you know my real name is Frederick. Right. And so they called me Fred in Ooh, grammar school. Frederick Douglass? Who <laughs> Frederick Garcia was my is my real name. Right, 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 right. Y'all know that now. If you hear this podcast, it's the only time I'm gonna say it ever. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. No, so no, so so they would call me Fred in high in, in grammar school, uh-huh. and so there was the role in the historical play in the Scholastic Flyer was Fred, and then the name of the other role was Nikki, and. That was cast by Nikki Nicole Tater. Oh, and I'm okay. gonna say her last first, first and last name only because she's we're still Facebook friends. She's cool. right. You gonna do the podcast, Nikki? No, she's not. <laughs> no, I don't even. I mean, we're, we're friends, but you know, she's on her uh, Chicago <laughs> tip. She's in yeah, Chicago. Yeah. Um, no, but I had a big crush oh. on Nikki Tater. Right, and she's a very pretty, pretty little white girl with blonde hair and blue eyes. Mm-hmm. And so you know, you, woo. Mm-hmm. And I got to do a scene with. Nikki with the, with I mean, and a lot of a lot of the you know nerdy outcast guys that were in my grammar school, my crew uh-huh. of folks had a crush on Nikki, Nikki Tater, Tater, and we got to go to all three of the different classrooms and perform this historical play. Yeah, and I remember we had I remember there was I don't remember any of the lines, but I remember we had this prop where I would have to pull the wagon because the wagon was like the historical. Facts of right. stuff that we were oh, saying, you know, say with the, the books or some carriage. shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah but sure. I just remember that, and I, I remember having to walk. I remember walking through the hallways with this girl I had a crush on, and I was like, "This is this shit. I'm gonna do this shit for the rest of my yeah, life." Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was, <laughs> that was, you were bit by the book. <laughs> I mean, there's some other shit that get led up to you know the real oh, shit, but but that was my first role. I was just trying to think because because yeah. you you remembered your first role, and yeah. I was like, man, that yeah, that was probably did, it. so did. Did did anything ever happen with Nikki Tater? No, no, no. Okay. It was all history facts all right, and stuff. There right. was no like kissing scenes or anything. Oh, wow, and it was in like fourth grade. 
or oh, third grade, right, something. Right. So fourth, maybe fourth super or fifth PG. grade. Something. Yeah, 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 so super, super, you know, super, super G. corny super PG, but yeah. fine, you know. Okay, okay. I was just happy that my name was Fred and I got cast. That Fred was cast as Fred, you know, and, then, and Nikki was cast. And as at Nick. that point in time, my 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 cat in my Catholic grammar school, you know, I was one of you know three brown kids. So the idea say, that they put me that... in the play as the main dude, okay. you know, it's like, hey, oh, they were early Ham- representation they were matters. Hey, it's like Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Sigi, I love it. So progressive, stupid. So you you do high school plays. Did you major in it in college? Did you? Uh, yeah, so so high school, my senior year, I think, yeah, I had fallen in love with it. And yeah. I, like, um, God, what was our big pro- Oh, senior year was Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> and my drama teacher was like, listen, you're going to be the Mad Hatter. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm the Mad Hatter. That's the shit. And I was like, yo. That's the best role because yeah, you can was, actually, like, you can be whatever the fuck you want. You can be crazy. It was out of control. And, um. And yeah. And Wait, you know, how old were you when you did this? 17. This was uh, oh, senior year in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Perfect. And my, my teachers were so great. They they just, they were very encouraging and very, sure. uh, you know, they were like, hey, you know, my, my one teacher at the time was like, you're pretty, pretty good at this. You're pretty funny at this. Like, you might want to consider studying it in, in college. Definitely. This is also the same teacher that introduced me to Miss Saigon. And um, I, you know, because I was... I mean, our school was pretty diverse, but she was like, hey, there's a lot of uh, Filipinos in this musical. And I was like, what's up? Never heard of Leia Salonga before that. Right, right. Um, so, um, so yeah, she, I mean, she really kind of put me in this direction, I guess. So and that was um, your high school This was my drama? high school drama teacher. That's fucking awesome. Uh, my senior year high school drama teacher. And, uh, um, yeah, I mean, that kind of was like, that kind of was... That's definitely the show that opened up my eyes to mm-hmm. doing this as a career kind sure. of thing. Like where I was like, oh, you mean like people, like Filipino people are actors for reals? Like like that was my eye opener to that. Yeah, well, I mean, because so, I mean, back when we were kids, there wasn't no, a we thing. we had Ernie Reyes Jr. And I was like, I but, don't do karate. But so, man, did Ernie like, Reyes Jr. Like... Ellen, did you did you meet Ernie Reyes Jr.? Yeah, I've met him a few times now, and uh, Bro. I I still get excited every time. I'm like, I've, Sidekicks I, was my jam, yo. Sidekicks, bro. Last Dragon yeah. was my jam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I went to was the that mo- before. That was after. No, no, that was before. That was the first one. That was one of the. That was the, that was the, the first thing. Wow. And I went to the movie theater in my fucking. Karate gi. Yes, you did. Like, I guess I did. Yes, and did. I cheered when yeah. I saw him get with the double yeah. kick yeah. when he yeah. jumped yeah. off the stage <laughs> with the yeah. double kick. Bro, I, I could yeah. see it in my close my eyes yeah. and see that shit. Yeah. And all I wanted to do, all I wanted to do was beat Ernie Reyes. Right. Well, every, my, every, my, homie got the hang with the yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja right. Turtles. Right. Are you kidding me? Yeah. See, because my dad was a Chuck Norris fan. Okay. And then, so then when Sidekicks came out, and I was like, Oh, dude. dude, there's a Filipino sidekick. That's the, another like, thing. Because, yeah. you know, Chuck yeah. Norris, man, back in the day with all those movies. Yeah. And then, of course, when he, he was one of the only dudes that ever fought Bruce Lee. Right. right in right. a movie. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Chuck Norris, I mean, and then yeah. homie got to hang with. I mean, think about his his childhood. Right. It was like he literally got to hang with all of our right, heroes. Right, right. How crazy is that? Oh, dude. He's been and around. Then, and his yeah. dad. What? Man, what? dude, like everybody, he did, the whole thing. His dad, with the, remember, do you remember? Remember when his dad would show up as like a bad guy in the stuff? No, like I didn't whenever, realize that that was his. Yeah, father. it was his dad who would fight. Like he would fight with his dad because his oh. dad was the one who taught him everything. Oh, okay, okay. So that it, makes like all when sense. you talk about sense, like your dad yeah. teaching right. you how to right. sing and well, Ernie Reyes Jr. Same thing. But I was oh, not to say that I, my dad has taught me how to hustle and do all the things and well, give me my no. my swag. So I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to replace my dad, dad at all. has taught you other things. But if my dad could have taught me a little kung fu. Right. But he didn't. He, you know, we have, I, right. I could go into the whole one my man dad, show yeah. about the karate lessons, but, but I'm not going to do that. that. This is Jason's yeah, show. No, okay. Please. <laughs> I feel like it's every Filipino boy that grew up in the 80s show. Yeah, no, you but, have to. You have my dad to. was like, oh, see, look at, oh. the, look at him. Yeah. He's doing karate. Um, did you put me in karate? Like, I mean, yeah, like, like you, you gonna shame me? In my no, house? like the the one part of my one man show that I'll say because it's, we're talking about it, right? My when I got smacked in the face, 
Right, I got somebody slapped me in the fucking face on the street. I was just watching breakdancing, and this white kid came up to me and said, "You want to watch some breakdancing? Cool." And he did a, like a arm pop lock and smacked me right in the face at the end oh, of it. Oh shit! Yeah, and so then I ran because I was scared. And right. then, then my dad, the only thing that my dad said, when somebody's trying to hit you, you don't let them. Don't you know how to block? Oh, don't you know how to block? And I'm like, bitch, I don't know how to block. Bitch. How the fuck? Right? Did I don't you know touch how to, me? I don't know how to block. How to Oh, is that like an internal DNA right, thing right, that you yes, know how to block? That's, but then that's when I, he was like, you better go to karate lesson because you don't know how to block. Oh, see. And so then that's when I went to go to karate lessons. Listen, I never even got to karate lessons. Yeah, man. Because, yeah, mine was, yeah, mine was just, You're just supposed to know that. Well, you should be like Ernie Reyes Jr. I'm dad, it doesn't work that way. If you don't get me the training, <laughs> I can't just walk up and be Ernie Reyes Jr. Wouldn't that be nice though if you could, like in the Matrix, you could load that shit up I and mean, be like, and be like a thumb. Just, I mean, if any of that could be the answer. To Ooh, that'd be the best. But anyhow, yeah, Shit. no, that that's a dreams. But Ernie Reyes Jr. was man, he was our guy. Yes, growing up, absolutely, absolutely. Ernie, if you're listening to this, I mean, Jason says yeah, he's worked with you numerous podcast, times. Ernie. If you you're open We're whenever you call want, everyone out Joe, for real. Joe Coy, come on, everybody, hey. Reggie Lee, all <laughs> this of guy. us, come on, guys, get on board. It's on like Voltron, guys. Come on, hey, come, come on. on. No, um. No, but it's 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 very cool to have you on this podcast because we've been friends for a long time and you know to hear your background and hear that you've been doing this since like, you know, you were high school and 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 you know you, you started the same way I did, you yeah. know, like we, yeah. we like I was my mom got me into she forced me to sing in these all Asian American showcases when I was yeah. in a boy band in college and then, <coughs> then I started performing and you know the the college, yeah. You know circuit in, in in Illinois where I performed the Champagne with the with the boy band Word for Word yes. was the name, and we wore we wore black leather jackets and shit. Oh, yeah, dude, it was it was word for word. I love it. And we and then, and 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 uh, shout out to Joey Bangit Bangit. He uh yeah Joy Bangit 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 or Bangit I don't know I can't prom- I can't I don't know remember you're next on the podcast. but Joey B Joy B he's not next on the podcast he's in Chicago so unless he wants to fly out to L A it'd be cool but um but no, Joey wrote a song so we even had our own like um uh, first last and only was our our our, our original your one, hit your one and we sang original. that we we sang that at Ch- in Champagne Urbana for the fashion show. What, and what is, there's like this Champagne Urbana, Urbana uh, uh, University of Illinois uh, at, oh, okay. at Champagne. So the 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 the, the like uh, sister school of my college. Okay. Um, the like the the small town University of Illinois in sure. Champagne. They have this. They have that campus, and then they have the campus on the city. And we went to the one on the city, but then we were able to perform at the one in the on the, on the farm campus. On right? tour. Right, we were on tour. We were on tour. Yes. And man. When when you sing in front of a whole thing full of Filipina girls screaming uh-huh, and all uh-huh. that, is that the uh huh uh huh? And then that one, there's just like you know, one time you hit a long, you know, like you sing real well, uh-huh. and then like the you hear that like girl scream. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I, I was done. That's it. I was were, done. I was like, all right, well, I got to do this shit for the rest of my life. I got to figure out how to do this shit for the rest of my life. I don't know how. You're right. Because I, 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 at the time I was already smoking a lot of weed, so I knew that I couldn't keep up this singing shit for as long. So then here you go. Here I am now doing a karaoke show and talking shit. And there are some girls screaming at home listening to this. Please. No, maybe. Come on, no. No, too late now. I'm old. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old and I'm married and I have two kids. I'm cool. Oh, so I don't need the, your, I don't. Those are your new girls I, screaming I, Yeah, that's the, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, I, I don't need them to scream. I just need them okay. to, you know, give me a hug and kiss and yeah. the whole thing. I miss them right now. They're out of town. Yeah. So that's why I have a lot of podcast guests because you know, because usually it's hard to get. <laughs> Daddy! Can, I, can you turn on the TV? They're like your ex-co-host. I mean, no, but it, it's, it's still... <laughs> Yeah, they are. They're yeah. they're 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 the best because they. I mean, yeah, they they're the reason why I hustle like I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They really are the most adorable too. So. <laughs> Malia and Marley, you'll probably be home by the time you hear this, so it, it's cool. I won't miss you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy loves you. <laughs> no, but I mean. You know my kids. Yeah. You know we're we're good friends, and and to watch you and to see you 
doing your thing is really it's just it's 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 a special thing to be able to be connected in 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 that way because when you see your friends doing it like you 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 know John John yeah like when yeah. when like when I saw when I saw John John on the West End in doing Miss Saigon yeah. like we're both big fans of Miss Saigon yeah and, and I saw John John. And John John. Yeah. Did you go to London and see him? I did. I so so you saw him in London. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And and then G, Ton G, asked uh-huh. me to cover and interview him for oh, a segment right. yeah, for yeah, Kabbalah yeah. Today. And like the things that we've been able to experience just because of the this, you know, the Philam community yeah, and, absolutely. and and just being a part of it. It's it's But been, the support also too, like it's so I mean God, John John and I did a film, like a short film, back in like 2004 or okay. five or something, five maybe. Um, Is that when you met John John? That's when we met. Okay. And like, I I knew he'd come from the original cast of Miss Saigon because like I said, that show was my jam and that's kind of like Dude. I knew that thing forwards and backwards how cool is it you were able to I, like, like got, I lost my shit when I was like <laughs> oh my god you're you guys you're right <laughs> I mean because it was basically Leia and Jajan were the people that they yeah plucked. the OGs and yeah. so um, so yeah I mean it's just the, like the journey from even then uh. I mean the journey for him from being in the original cast to being in the revival 20 something years later. And that was you know, incredible. I mean, and he's and fantastic. And just even now to where he's gone as, you know, being part of the Ryan Murphy world. And I mean, his work on us, uh, what do you call it? The assassination, the assassination of, of Gianni Versace. Yeah. I mean, where was that? I mean, I mean, I'm going to tell you this, like, this is like probably the, what the, this will be like the ninth podcast, I think. Uh-huh. Something, yeah. Episode number nine. Um, <laughs> like four of the nine podcast people talk and love John. John. How can you be? Because he's he's like he's our the, the gut father. He's like he's the Nino, right? Our, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, because he because not only does he watch out for us, like as you know, he, as the elder, yeah. like you know, yeah. Manong, but he also like he's just he shows us the way. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say he's yeah he's the the beacon. Yeah, of, yeah. Like yeah. hey, look. Yeah. Look at John John there. Yeah. We could do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. But tell me more. What, sure. what the first time you worked with him? What was it? What was it like? We did a short film together and he was like my, I think we were cousins or something like that. Okay. But even in just that nice little short film, I was like, man, this guy's the shit. And, you know, and so, and we'd stay, we stayed friends through that and, and, um, you know, we would, I think at one point we had the same agents, we would see each other at auditions, and then like I started to get to know him better, and his, his family. Amazing I mean, family. Family, first of all, like where Issa and, and Teo were little ones, and now, now look at like where they've gone. I mean, make Issa it so. Hamilton and like Picard, she, Picard, I mean, hello, and Teo, I mean, that kid is in everything was, as well. He was so, like a, he, yeah, just, he was yeah. Jeremy Renner's and kid Megan, in the movie. also amazingly talented. That whole, they are They're, the Filipino Von Trapps. I mean, like, <laughs> they are like the OG, like, <laughs> legit, legit. Filipino like, Von Trapps. It's like, true, though. They are, the, yeah. They're the, the, the Filipino they're, Jackson they're, family. Well, and, and, and it, like, for me, when I, because the first Time I did work with John John was at Romance Among the Rubies. Yeah, 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 that's right. And to be able, like, I was like, because so, I was the bad guy in it, and he was the, you know, the the main yeah. protagonist in yeah. it. So we, like, yeah, I was right here, he was right here. We would share makeup and get ourselves dirty together and talk together the, yeah. the whole time. And, like he was like my my like yeah. I I already knew from day one yeah. that he was like my mentor yeah. already, and and just like a look of approval from. John John was like, absolutely, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. I mean, my first, uh, my my first Malia, mm-hmm. her first Easter egg hunt was at his house. Aww, because that's the thing about them, the the family that's so great is that yes. they they've helped build this community yeah. of of yeah. Act, Filipino actors, well, like of course, and, and keep yeah. this community together because yeah. they invite everybody all the I time. Mean, and I'm telling put you, everybody that together. Miss Saigon is the first OG fam, like the Filipino family crew of like, of course, acting of course, yeah. The States, you they're know the legends, like, yeah. So uh, I mean, for him, to they're the cats who that. started it all. They're the right. guys who 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 allowed us to even think that we could do it. Right, absolutely. Yeah, and like it's just amazing to be like kind of like part of that family. We are part of that family now. 
Uh, even though neither of us have done production of a Saigon, but no, just, I, but, know, like the, the, but the idea that we're connected to those people and right. that and that inspiration, right. yeah. like uh, Edelin, my my last guest, uh, she was talking about uh, Joan Amadilla. Yes, and yes, how fantastic, one. fantastic yes. friend I mean, they just did. Mama, did you were you able yes, to see Mama? I did see Mama Mia. And I mean, when they said Tita, bro, I was like, huh? yeah, I was like, yeah. But it's we've like we've been able to see. Like from Joy Luck Club and all, yeah. you know, and all the different, what we thought, oh, is this Margaret Show? Right. And we thought, oh, is this, yeah. are we able to do this? Yeah. Okay, cool. We're, that showed us that we could do it, but it wasn't the yeah. thing that it is now. I mean, yeah. I feel like now is a different time. Yeah. And, like, but a good time. Oh, yeah. Great yeah. time. Yeah, great yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. We're like aging into the parent roles now. Hey, that's cool like, with me. That's great. Girl, I am little, happy. All these little hot hopper and like full Filipino kids that are popping up on Disney shows. I was like, y'all going to need a dad. Here going to need a dad. Here I'll let is. the gray grow out yeah. on my beard I'm and like, put a pipe in my mouth yeah, and be a totally, dad. Fuck like, yeah, dude. Call on me. Well, to be honest, man, like, like you talk about agents and managers and all that stuff, like the stand up stuff for me yeah has kind of made it where i mean if i if if somebody offers or somebody asks cool but at the same time the stand-up and now this podcasting has become such an empowering thing for my you know personally yeah yeah, yeah. That, like I, I i heard a story about bill murray uh-huh. and how he apparently has like an 800 number oh. that People call and they pitch him ideas of what he wants. Really? And then, and then he screens it through his lawyer and oh. if he likes it and then that's it. That's crazy. And so Bill Murray's always been my hero. I mean, Chicago, Chicago Cubs fan, came from Chicago, trained mm. by the same people that trained me in Chicago. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, yeah, no. Nah. I mean, not to say that I don't want one, but owning my own tapes and right. running my own show right. is kind of a fun thing and I, I'm not sure I want to relinquish even 10% of that you don't need to you don't need to yeah yeah I mean this is what you're doing is like this is great as far as like one for yourself but also the, the like building the community and getting the community to know about us and other other actors and other artists in the, the community that are are doing it, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and hearing their stories and, um, you know, you just hope that it's inspiring to the next generation. That's it. And, right. And, and, and even at the people trying to do it right now. Exactly. You know I mean? like, that's it. Like, um, you know, I, that's where I want to be, yeah. you know, that's yeah. cause I, uh, the person who mentored me and he didn't even, he doesn't even know that he mentors me is Mark Marin. Yeah. You know, stand up comedian who turned his garage into a podcast studio. Yeah. You know, I ain't turning my garage into a podcast studio because I ain't get air, air conditioning in there. It's yeah. too hot. Yeah. I mean, it's we're Burbank, <laughs> California. It's too hot. So we're here in the house. Right. And, but, you know, turn my little house into a, a podcast studio, my little office desk yeah. thing and have these mics and then see what happens. Because I know, I mean, like, I got cool friends. Right. 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 And well, and the important part is you're, you're, you're doing it. You're producing stuff. You're making your content, you know, like, like that, I mean... Like I said earlier, that's inspiring to me too. You know what I mean? And and um, and I think it's I think it's great. It's amazing. <laughs> like I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. Because you know I mean? no, like, I've been, I'll tell you this: necessary. I produce a lot of stand-up shows here in, in LA and all around Calif- uh, Southern California now. But I have been trying and pushing for this guy. Jason to do stand up because the oh, only reason yes, is because I know how nice. funny he is. But at least what I'm gonna do is, and, and I'm gonna talk about the the, the thing that I want to put you on, yeah. is the Storyoki show. Yeah, yeah. And because I'm gonna put, the, you'll hear it here first on the podcast, okay? We are gonna be producing a crazy funny Asian Storyoki show where we'll bring Asian actors and Asian American actors and brown actors and all different kinds of actors. To tell their story and then sing karaoke. Done. And Done. Jason will be the first headline. I can get on board with that. I have dabbled in. Yeah, I know. That's why. Stand up, and it it was mostly something that I just needed to do because it was one of my biggest fears. Sure. Uh, I have so much respect for for comedians and 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 even. Uh, what was it like though? Well, how did it you? Was, I. I it was. It was a great experience mm-hmm. for what it was. Mm-hmm. I was nervous as shit. Really? Um, do you get nervous on set and or any? I do a little bit. A little bit. But okay. Not, I mean, 
know, at this point, it's kind of like... You're, you're doing your job. Yeah, you yeah. know, but I, I feel like that nerves... But you were nervous when you were doing stand-up. Yeah, but that shit, I was like, oh, man. Uh, this Like, it, it really was one of my biggest fears. Sure. So, um, I actually... Uh, through my one of my acting mentors, Elizabeth Sun, who is no longer with us. Okay. Um, Sorry about that. Yeah, she uh, got me to take a, a stand-up class. She knew stand-up was one of my biggest fears, and she was like, "Hey, I'm gonna do this thing." So, what what, what class did you take? It was a uh, so these guys, uh, 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 Cool Beans. Cool Beans. Okay. Yeah, over at the Cool Ice Beans. House. I see those guys. Those I are, love those, them. Are, those are good guys. Shout out to Matt and Corey. Um, but anyways, those guys. Are fantastic. Okay. And, and uh, Elizabeth had seen them, I think, through like a SAG workshop or something. And she was like, oh, I, I want to do this. The great thing about Elizabeth was she was always, you know, she is probably in her 50s but and, and an established actor, dancer, all of it. Uh-huh. Uh, but always continuing to take classes sure. and new things. Trying to be better. Always improving. Yeah. Like just, I mean. Yeah. But that's a good example. And it's, yeah, yeah. You know, to be at that level of, of. Uh, or she was already, but still continuing to, to, to educate herself. And, and anyways, for sure. No, yeah, that's great. And she was always getting us to do stuff like that and, right. and face our fears or, or the exactly. bullshit that we didn't want to do. And she called, she called up and she was like, listen, I, I met these guys at a SAG workshop. Uh, they're holding a, a class at the ice house. She's like, if I can get, you know, like five other people to at least be in this group, they'll put on a session just for us mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know. She's like, no, you're going to do it. And so it was, it was a great little group. It was like me, uh, Sandy Yu, Marilyn Takuda, like just a fun, great bunch of people. And I was like, you know what? If ever I was to face my fears with a group of people, like I was like, this is the community I want to do there it you with. Go. Um, and again, Matt and Corey are such great um, mentors and, and teachers. And um, the whole experience was was great. The process. How, really how many enjoyed. weeks was it? Oh, wow. I want to say like between six and eight weeks. Okay. With the so like your standard actors acting class. Kind sure. Of. Yeah. Yes. And then the finale was you do a six minute show at ice house at the ice house. Yeah. And I was like, oh, six shit. minutes. Yeah. It was the it was nice. the longest six minutes of my life, bro. It took me. Um, it took me like it took me probably six months to write my first five minutes. I mean that shit. That it's again the biggest respect for comedian. It's like. Yeah, that kind of pressure, that that spotlight is like it's a whole nother world. That I mean, yeah. And and yeah. see, here's the thing. It's a weird like when I first did it. Uh-huh. This was after probably like four years of working, or no, maybe like I was three years in. Cause yeah, because I hadn't started doing stand up. I had started doing stand up while I was still at the store. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But it was at that point where I started doing stand-up after I, I, I got in. I had six months of therapy because I had been dropped from my agent. I had been dropped from my sure, manager. Sure, sure. You were just going through some shit. And it was just like – and then Robin Williams passed away. Oh, and wow. he yeah. passed away in the way that he did. Yeah. And I had always kind of – between Eddie Murphy and Robin Williams, it was like – I mean, he yeah. – You know. Yeah. I mean, because Robin had – you know, Robin was a legit actor. Uh, his, right? I was going to say his dramatic work is some of my right. favorite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like most of the, most of the comedic yeah. stuff is great, but yeah. it was like, we knew he could do that. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, is that with Robin, it, it was almost like my model because I had, I couldn't, I couldn't be Eddie. Yeah. Cause Eddie was 18 on Saturday night live. Sure. Right. He was 18 doing stand up on in New York, you know, and, and then killing it and being, I think he was like 21 or 22 when he did delirious. Right. Oh, he was wow. very young. I don't think you know, I so I can't go back yeah, yeah. in time right. and, 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 and be Eddie right. Murphy, but Robin started out as an actor, yeah, right, and then he discovered stand-up comedy. Oh, and see, I don't, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I knew it was well, backward. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and like he was, he was already doing a lot of comedy in San Francisco because, like, uh, I had Kelvin on on episode four, mm-hmm. and he talked about how uh, Robin, even when he was on coke in the eighties, would show up at comedy clubs and improv clubs and improvise. And Kelvin got to improvise with Robin Williams. Wow. Yeah. And so we talked about that and, 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 but like when he passed away and the way that he passed away, you know how they had all those articles about comedians and how they were prone to this or prone right. to that. And right, right, right. It, it, it started getting to me. Right. So I'm reading these articles and it's like really weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. like, 
I can see myself in these articles and in these descriptions. I'm like, nah, it's it's kind of time to talk to somebody other than a let me let me go talk to a neutral party because this right. is, um, you know, because it was just getting dark. Yeah. And but that's what stand up comedy did for me, right? Was pulled me out of that darkness. Yeah. Good. And and not even just the darkness, but just like. When I was a kid, I listened to Eddie Murphy, right? I watched Eddie Murphy, like yeah. studied Eddie Murphy. From every movie, I could fucking... I still know all the lines to every movie, to all the delirious, to raw, I can... Golden child. Straight, straight up, I could... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Southern sure Uncee. <laughs> everything. I love it. Everything. I grew up watching Eddie Murphy and idolizing him. Yeah. And, you know, I've always wanted to do this. You know, I, I realize now that I've always wanted to do this and yeah. I was like you, almost afraid of it. And acting was almost a tease for me. Yeah. For what I was really supposed to be doing, which was this. Yeah. And the, the being on stage, acting with people like you, being, you know, being part of telling stories, the cool stories that we've told. Yeah. It built up my confidence to be able to do this. Like I wouldn't be able to do this yeah. without. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a trip though, you know? It is. It's a t- it's its own art form for mm. sure, but I mean, also our therapy, our art is our therapy. Even for that's you, it. You know I mean, like whether it's stand up or acting, we get to we get to work some shit out on stage or on in front exactly. of the camera, or whatever. So, yeah. but but you know what the thing is is now. I mean, it's a weird that it times out to now. You know, like doing stand up and all the other stuff yeah. because, like. We didn't have Joe Coy on Netflix growing up. Nope. You know, and nope. or even I mean, we had Rex, but it wasn't like like he the, wasn't mainstream like no, like Joe it was is yeah. Now. Yeah, yeah. like I I heard whispers of Rex right. in Chicago. Right. You know, like what does a and Filipino, that was even still later on too. Yeah, it was just like young, young. We were we were we were. I was already thinking about right. what because Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor were who that was we the Richard, would watch. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Like, that was, yeah. And then in Living Color was when I was in high school. Yeah. That was like that. Yeah. That's what got me into improv and sketch was in Living Color. So oh, okay, nice. Like nice, wanting nice. to be on that show. Yeah, yeah, that was a great show. Yeah, I mean Bobby Lee on uh, Mad TV. That I was like, I'm well, Asian. I'm this state like that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, and then also uh, uh, Steve. Steve, Steve, Steve Park? Park? Yeah, 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 Steve yeah, Park was on right. Living Color. Was it? Yeah, that was yeah. in Living Color. Um, but Bobby Lee, I mean, on yeah. Mad TV, I auditioned for Mad TV three times. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because Chicago, there was like a recruiting place. Oh, okay. So okay. They, were, they were recruiting, because I was in the Second City Improv, right, in, improv Olympic community in, yeah. in Chicago. So they, when they were, we need a multicultural uh, right. improv improviser. Right. Oh, cool. So they called me, you know, every time they had a nice. casting. It was cool. Yeah. Um, How never, cool to be just a part of that world that oh, you were considered for that? Man, um, one of my last auditions, like big auditions, like, at, you know, because um, I haven't auditioned in a minute. Uh-huh. But my last audition was uh, for the 25th anniversary of In Living Color. Oh, nice. Yeah, Rodney auditioned for it, too. Oh, I remember okay, we, okay, we were talking okay. about it. And like that, even just being able to audition for it was yeah. like almost a dream come true for yeah. me. Yeah, cool. know? Yeah. But I don't know, man. Like. You were just talking about how you used to, you, you worked with Joe. You just worked with Joe. I did. I did. One of the, yes. So um, we talked about it earlier. Uh, just uh, like I would, you know, I would love to get into voiceover stuff. Yeah. But the, my first, my first time working as an animated uh, a character was uh, on Joe's new show. It's a, it's on um, True TV. Yeah. It's called yeah. Uh, This Functional Family. Okay. Uh, it's an animated series about his, his life, like his, him and his kid and his, uh, I guess they're divorced or the, his kid's mom and uh, just just th- his life, his everyday life. See. And then uh, um, um, he's, he's got his Filipino mom, I think, on the show. And um, So did um, you do an accent? I did. So I came in uh, when they were casting for this. Uh, so, uh, another casting director I'd worked with before, uh, Bonnie Zane. Was like, hey, we're doing, we're looking for some Filipinos. And yeah, she was yeah. like, I'm gonna call you. You're coming in for this. That's awesome. And uh, and I came into the office, and she was like, we're looking for. At that time, they were actually looking for the the mom, the older female voice. Mm-hmm. So she 
Bonnie's so great. Whenever anything Filipino related comes in through her office, she's like, Jason. And I was like, let me give you names. Fran DeLeon, Ellen <laughs> yeah. D. Williams. Like, so she ended up calling in the ladies because they were trying to find That's awesome. a mom for, uh, for, for Joe's mom's voice on the show. Um, who, who are it you? ended up being Tia Carrere. Which okay. I, you know, I mean, well, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, which was hilarious because uh, they, you know, like. It was, and that's awesome that the Tia, Tia Carrere's career yeah. has come full circle. She hey. was a, she was the sexy lady in Wayne's World, yeah. and now and she's now playing she's the mom the on the cartoon. Moms. Yeah, that's awesome. I love but, it. But uh, yeah, so it was great. I mean, they, you know, and then at that time in the office, I was like, "Are the Boscos coming in? Who else is coming in? Rodney?" Like it was, it was great. And so, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so I ended up doing a couple of the voices. Um, I think it. I can't remember what it was picked up for, but I'm, I may be sprinkled out throughout. I mean, it was one That's of the other awesome, kids bro. and then a, a Filipino nurse. So, uh, yeah, man, I was I, like, yes. being animated is a trip. I and mean, that, that was one of my dreams as a kid was like, you know, I mean, we grew up in that, that amazing age of, uh, of Disney. Cartoons the, and whatever everything. Whatever they call it, the restoration age where all like Little Mermaid, stuff. Aladdin. All of it, man. All of that. All I of mean, it. it's like, all making, it's It's all back coming now, back now. Crazy. Now it's real life CGI. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to see Lion King to be. But, uh, but I mean, that was, I was like, but, No, but being animated, like when, when, you get a Facebook message. Like, I'm doing the, the mini Pacquiao episodes, yeah. right? Yeah. And then, and then you get a Facebook message from, again, shout out to Tim Seginson. You know this fool is going to be on the show one day. But uh, he goes, hey, man, I love your, your episodes. Would you want an animated version of it? And I was like, the f- what? Yeah. I was at, I flipped in my chair. And, and I mean, it's you now. I got the... Yeah, the oh, tattoo. Shit, I didn't even know that. That's yeah. awesome. No, this this story is a trip. So I have Mini Pacquiao tattooed on the um, right ankle, on the inside of my right ankle, because I, it reminds me to take a first step. Nice. Right? I like that. Um, but this tattoo in particular was a fan. Nice. In New York. I was sitting, I was, like, they were, they'd watched the show, and I walked into this tattoo parlor because, um... <laughs> Because I was looking for some weed in New York, <laughs> and uh, uh, they smoked me out, and then uh, the guys talked about how they loved the show, and they loved the episodes, and they wanted to tattoo me if they, if I wanted a tattoo. That's amazing. And so then I'm like, what else are you going to tattoo? Did they do it there right there on the spot? Yeah. That's fucking There's amazing. a video of it, and like, it, it was one of the weird, trippiest experiences of my life, because yeah. I'm like, wait... And then I, I'm trying, you know, I pull out my money trying to pay, and then they're like, "No, no, no, dude." How great is that? Like, That's amazing. Like you smoked me, you got you rolled two joints, and yeah. then and and, 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 then and gave me a tattoo yes. to Mini Pacquiao. That's amazing. And and talked about how I'm just happy to tattoo Mini Pacquiao and Mini Pacquiao, bro. Oh, and I was like, cool. It was Wait, a, when was this? How long this was ago? like nine years ago, maybe oh, nice. eight years ago. Yeah, okay. yeah, but it was no, it was a trip. But being animated, like seeing, hearing your voice come out of a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Is. How cool is that? Is a trip, isn't it? It's, it's because we grew up on cartoons. Yeah. We grew up on all that stuff. Like that's part of probably why, like telling stories is why we like those stories are why we love telling stories now. Right. 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 Man. How great. Yeah. So. Mr. Jason. What's next for you? What do you what, what's um, what's on the on the horizon for 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 you? On the horizon, I earlier this year I shot another Netflix uh, okay. film where I pop in. Also uh, worked it was with uh, uh, Mitchie and uh, and Mary Viola's company again, but also with uh, a good director friend of mine. Uh, she was direct. They teamed up together and um, threw me in uh, <laughs> this movie called Tall Girl. Uh, okay, about a. a, a 16-year-old girl who is six foot something and the trials and tribulations of growing up as a tall girl in the high school area. Was it gonna, is it going to be on Netflix? Or? Yeah, it's a Netflix movie. I I want to say it comes out at the end of this year, but it might be the beginning of next year. Okay. But, well, um, watch out for that. And What's yeah, the other yeah. movie that's airing right now? Uh, the other movie is Rim of the World. That's also a Netflix one. That's out right now. Um, and I've got Jokoi's uh, animated series, which I believe comes out next year on True TV, and that one's called This Functional Family. Um, and then in the meantime, I'm just I need to I need I'm on, I'm dabbling with the writing is what I am doing actually, and and trying to uh, follow in your footsteps as far as like create my own work and 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 produce my own work or just m- fucking make my own work. You know what I mean? Like 
I mean, that's, that's, that's what we got to do. So one, one of my homies told me this um, after a sketch show. Um, that any and and it, it kind of jogged my thing, right? If you would take advantage of that big ass brain of yours and all the funny shit that that's yeah. in it, yeah, and you put it on paper, man, yeah. I, I'm watch out because yeah. I I know that there's a lot of there's some some good 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 stories that's gonna right. come out of you, right? You know, yeah, no, I I I know that too, and and it's just. It's a matter of just doing it, you know. But also, man, the 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 career that you've already built and the stuff that you've already, like the the when you we do a lot of like retrospective kind of looking back on our careers and stuff. And when I see you and the stuff that you're doing, it's you're you're a great example for all of us and for our whole community. Thank you. I'm mean, like I'm one. I'm just trying to work, but two. <laughs> Two, if I can, if I can, you know, be inspiration and 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 stuff for, for our community. Hey. Well, I mean, look, man. You see. All different shapes and sizes of folks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And. You know, some little, little Filipino kid that looks like you. Right. That sees you on TV. Like even even like Jacob Batalon. I was, the, the, I was just going to say, 10, bro. 15 years ago, I would have been the, the kid in the spider I'm saying, like, no, girl, I'm, oh, man. But I'm so, I'm so glad I could pave the way. No, but, no, but, no, but at the same time, man, we get, who knows, man, you, they might go into his story that we could right. be like, yeah. And we're like, oh, we need a, we need we, a dad. We, we need, need a, a dad and we need an uncle. Yeah. And, and with, I mean, no shit, right? No right, shit. but the, how cool is the fact that, that, uh, Spider-Man's sidekick happens right? to be... I mean, it's it's amazing. There, I mean, you know, we've got all... It's great. We've, we're around. We've got all the peoples. We've got, you know, Vanessa Hudgens and, uh, and Darren Chris. And I mean, you know, the, the little Hoppa ones have been out there too, but it's great. Like, it's great we're seeing like Filipino... Well, I mean, and John John and the family and, was yeah, like, you like, know, and I all mean, that. it's amazing. Like, I love it. I yeah. I love it. And it's, it's, it's definitely changing for the better you know and uh we talk about it all the time here it's like the asian american acting renaissance yeah in a way in a lot of ways i mean crazy it started with crazy rich asians right because it's like oh shit this right i mean you know but i mean as far as busting down like they're they're totally like oh shit like they really like equated to something it was our slumdog millionaire you know what i mean yeah no yeah it's true yeah as far as like the recognition and now right i mean i haven't seen it yet but i hear the farewell is Fantastic. Oh, I want to see it. Come, I want to see Farewell. Did you see Always Be My Maybe? I did see, of course, Always Be My Maybe. Oh, baby. man. Just, uh, so adorable and great. And, I mean, you know, the, all the, the cameos, all of it. Like, Everything. I'm so, so happy it, for it, them. It, um, it, it's, 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 a, it's a good time to be a experienced, professional, well-seasoned Asian-American right, actor. Right, right, right. Because it's almost like this is the point of this we've, we've been, been we, working for we've been working for this yeah. for a minute yeah this is the this is the the potential moment that joy luck club and all those things yeah. in the 90s oh were gosh. showing us come on so you know yeah we'll just jason if you ever feel like writing okay you yeah. know my door is i appreciate that because we'll just write because i will i will i will vomit some shit on paper and then be like just send it to me does this make sense yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. gonna give you a script right now done. after this done boom <laughs> Jason, thank you so much for doing the show. Dude, thank you for having me. I appreciate you so much. I love this cat. Go watch Rim, Rim, Rim of the World. I can't remember no, shit, bro. I know Rim of the World. <laughs> Too much weed. Um, no, go watch Rim of the World. Watch out for tall girls yeah. coming out. And, and Joe, Joe, Joe Coy's. He's going to be on. He, Jason Rochelle is going to be a voice. Roge, Rogel is going to. See, I always I mispronounce his I last name. Right. Jason Rogel. Sorry. Jason Rogel. Is gonna be on Joe Coy's. He's one of the voices of this family. Crazy funny Asians, man. Stay tuned. More to come. Hear y'all next Friday. Peace.